You have reached the voice message box of Norm Augustinus. Hello, Norm. My name is Larry Keith. I'm calling you from Sagatuck, Michigan. Norm, I wish I could have talked to you in person, but I guess leaving you this message on your telephone answering machine will just have to do. Norm, like yourself, I too am an inventor. I've recently invented a revolutionary dildo, and I'd like to tell you about it now. Norm, did you know that last year, 15 million American women died while they were pumping off their fuckhole with a Dildo! Norm, it's embarrassing to be found dead atop your cum-covered mattress, and your hand is clutching onto a rubber dildo that is hanging from your riggered cunt. No woman wants that, Norm. They'd do anything not to be found in that compromising position. Well, Norm, my dildo's all about redirection. I don't want the authorities to think she was playing with her hungry pussy. Instead, I want them to think something else. And what is that something else? Well, Norm, this is how my amazing dildo works. This is the something else that all women have been looking for. Norm, my dildo is 20 inches long, and it's 4 inches wide. Norm, inside my dildo is 50,000 gallons of ocean water. That's right, Norm, 50,000 gallons of salt water. Also inside my dildo, Norm, is a dehydrated life jacket from the RMS Titanic. It's the real thing, Norm, only it's been dehydrated. It's inside the dildo. The salt water's inside the dildo, and there's also a special circuit board and a sensor built into the dickhead of the dildo. Well, Norm, if the woman dies while she's stabbing herself repeatedly with her enormous black dildo, she won't have to worry. Why? Well, Norm, the death sensor in the dildo will detect that the woman has died, Norm, and at that moment, the back of the dildo will open up and it will release all 50,000 gallons of salt water, and it will also release the life jacket that's been dehydrated that says as the RMS Titanic, it's printed onto the side of it, that will also come out of the dildo, Norm. Norm, the water, the salt water will rehydrate the life jacket that was taken from the RMS Titanic, Norm. When the authorities look through the window of her bedroom, what will they see? They'll see a woman floating around doing the dead man's float in the 50,000 gallons of salt water, and they'll see the life jacket, which has been rehydrated. Once it hit the water, they'll see the life jacket from the RMS Titanic. Norm, the authorities will be baffled. They'll study it, they'll research it, they'll examine it, and they'll come to this conclusion. They have found one of the people who drowned when the RMS Titanic sunk in the ocean. There's the life jacket, and printed onto the side of the life jacket is the words RMS Titanic. Additionally, Norm, they'll see that the water is salt water. She appears to be a woman, dead, who died from the tragic Titanic sinking, and they found her. They don't know how, they don't know why, but there she is in her bedroom, Norm. There's her life jacket. It's not clamped to her body. She didn't have it clamped, and that's why she drowned. But there's the life jacket. There's her dead body, Norm. There's the 50,000 gallons of salt water. That's how my amazing dildo works, Norm. It'll completely throw off the authorities. In no way, shape, or form will they believe that the woman was playing with her hungry, dripping cunt. But they will believe that somehow they're looking at a dead woman, a floating woman in ocean water with a titanic life jacket floating near her. It's an anomaly, Norm. It's a fluke. She can die with honor. She doesn't have to be embarrassed. She wasn't trying to satisfy her insatiable, hungry cunt. She's a dead woman 
floating in the ocean water from the RMS Titanic. There's her life jacket, Norm. There's no sign of the dildo, Norm, because the dildo is designed to dissolve once it is submerged in salt water. She doesn't have to be added to the list of the over 15 million women who die playing with her pussy and a dildo. She's from the RMS Titanic, and she has nobility and worth and value to historians everywhere. That's about it, Norm. My RMS Titanic dildo. Norm, I really enjoy your show. Keep up the good work. So long. End of messages. An 18-year-old big-breasted woman from the Titanic was found yesterday floating in her bedroom which was filled with 50,000 gallons of North Atlantic salt water. The naked woman was lying on her stomach near her bedroom ceiling. The woman's dress, corset, cum-stained bloomers and wired-lined brassiere had rotted off long ago as the woman had originally drowned in 1912. The authorities also found a life jacket floating in the water-filled bedroom alongside the body of the deceased woman. When examined from her bedroom window, the authorities found the word Titanic printed onto the side of the century-old life jacket. Also found floating in the seawater was an empty plastic bottle that once contained vaginal shrinking cream. The authorities have confirmed that the woman was not pumping off her fuckhole with a dildo. More on this unusual and sad story tonight on News at 11. says everything he touches turns to shit. He's been to jail, spent 24 hours in a mental institution, and unsuccessfully tried to kill himself three times. And now, live via the internet, abso-fucking-loot-free, Norm Augustinus. I just recently got an email and a phone call from a woman. A woman. (coughs) And she told me that she had received one of my balloons. I send up balloons all the time, every year. They're helium balloons attached to a Dixie Dixie cup. And my jism's in the Dixie cup. Put a piece of saran wrap over the Dixie cup, a rubber band. The cup is hanging from the balloon like a hot air balloon with strings. The woman said it was the sweetest cum... She had ever drank bar hold nu- bar none, they say that. The sweetest, best tasting cum she's ever had. And I know why. Because I, for weeks, had done a test on this on my own balls. You know what a mood ring is? You put it on your finger, it turns blue, turns uh, yellow, it can turn pinkish, it can green. A mood ring can turn to all these colors because of the temperature, according, supposedly, according to how the person that's wearing it feels. So I had attached a mood ring onto my balls, put one on the right ball, one on the left ball, not with a ring part of it, of course, but I attached it to my balls, and I watched the colors closely, and I have really learned something here, something that you might learn. I noticed this. If my left ball isn't the same color as my right ball, say the right ball's like a pinkish color, and the left ball's a dark green, and I beat off, I whack off, I blow my load into the Dixie cup, and I let it go. This was like an only a little experiment. I didn't send up the hundreds I usually send up every year. I always send up my cum with helium balloons attached to Dixie cups because I want women to be able to sample my jism all over the world. They're not all obviously going to get to meet me. That's not possible. I'm not going to bump into them. 
But by letting my cum go that I've blown into a Dixie cup, I put a saran wrap, piece of saran wrap over the cup. I put a green rubber band over the cup. I attached a Dixie cup to the balloons using strings, the helium balloons, and I let them go. This was like a soul test that I've recently done. I just attach one mood ring to the left ball, one mood ring to the right ball, and then I let them go. I did a double test. I put one balloon up and another balloon up. I let them go. I always let them go, and I'm singing that song by Bette Midler, Midler, Wind Beneath My Wings. As I let the balloons go, I let two go. Nobody answered me on the one balloon, but on the other balloon that I did with the, the different colored mood rings, I learn something. If I don't have the colors in synchron, if they're not been synchronized, if the colors aren't exactly the same on each ball or damn near close, then I'm not going to get the response that I got. I understand how it works now. If I blow my load, if I let go of my jism out of my fuck stick, I blow it out. So long as I have the exact same color or damn near near that, on the surface of the mood ring that I have attached to my balls. You say, how do you do that? How do you attach the mood ring to your balls? You can use kids' rubber cement. That's what I use. I don't put it in the middle of the back of the ring. You don't want to block it reading what, how it's feeling on your balls. I just put a little dab on each, like, the side of the ring. And then I fix it onto my balls. If the right ball is a different color than the left ball, before I pump off, I now know it's toxic. I know. I now know that it's not the greatest load, the greatest mix. What do women like? They like to go to wine shops and drink wine, and they think they're wine experts and they're tasting it and imagining all sorts of stuff. It's the same with cum. Now, they're not born with a need to have wine. That doesn't come with them. But they are born with a wild, cycle-like fucking drive from day one to drink fucking buckets of cum. It's born, it's bred into them. That's what they are. And I noticed that if the left mood ring is the same color as the right mood ring, they're attached to my balls using rubber cement, and I let that go, I have sent up a rare premier blend of cum. No man knows this. Maybe nobody knows this. But if both balls are working together, and they're the same color of the mood ring, each mood ring's the same color, I'm going to have a very satisfied bitch on the other hand, on the other, on the other, wherever she gets it, on the other side. I guess I didn't mean on the other hand. That was a Freudian slip, obviously, because I'm talking about whacking off and come. That was a slip. But what happens is they're both of the balls are working together. They're a team. They're working together to create the come. But you've got an imbalance of each ball with your mood ring doesn't show the same color or damn near the same color if it doesn't show that there's an imbalance there's something askew you're not going to have a satisfied customer and i have found this out late in my life i wish i'd have known this when i was 17 18 years old i'd have been watching the color of the mood rings attached to each of my balls i'd have been watching that color close had chicks suck me off again and again and again in my audience the women following me, my fans, 
it would have been into the fucking tons, tens of fucking thousands of women out there, and it had got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, because I would be brewing the finest cum on the planet. It's just like anything else. There's winning roses and there's losing roses. There's competitions between daffodils. Some are extraordinary, some are shitty. It's like that. Like dog competitions, some are exceptional, some are not. And don't think for a minute that jism isn't good or bad. Nobody wants bad, nobody wants in between. In our very selfish, self-entitled fucking world of females, which runs everything, they want the best come, though they don't say that. You don't see a story that says that. I just had the finest tasting come in the world, I'm so pleased. Let me tell you about it. Where's that interview? Where's that article? They don't say shit like that. The truth, the horror of what's going on behind the scenes, behind the curtain, they don't want you to know this shit. By, by out of the blue, I came up with this idea. I don't know why. I'm sitting on the side of the bed. I've got a gun in my hand. That's, I shouldn't call it a gun. It's a weapon. I've got a revolver in my hand. It's the greatest thing you ever saw. It's made out of plastic, and you can bend it into a square. It's just the coolest thing you've ever seen. It doesn't look like a gun anymore. It bends into a square. Looks like some kind of game board or something. It doesn't look like anything at all. But you can bend it back apart and everything, and it becomes this fucking unlocked gun. Double chamber. It shoots two bullets at the same time. Love this thing. I'm looking at it. I'm handling it. I often sit on the edge of the bed, and I, I try to find a reason to keep going on. And this fucking thing came right to me while I'm handling this fucking foldable plastic gun. It's not a Glock. It's flat, like a sandwich. Try to think of a sandwich. When I was younger, my father, my stepfather would always say, you want to go out for a sandwich? I didn't know what the fuck a sandwich was, but that's what he would say. You want to get a sandwich? What sandwich? You talking about a fucking Whopper? You talking about a fucking Big Mac? What kind of sandwich? An Arby's fucking big deluxe sandwich with cheddar cheese? What are you, we need a sandwich. Are those sandwiches? When I thought what a sandwich was, I thought two pieces of bread and a piece of bologna in it, some lettuce and some mustard. Maybe you'd toast it. That's what I thought a sandwich was, and I thought, who the fuck wants to go out for a sandwich? I don't want a sandwich. I want a specialty fucking thing. Like a sandwich, but specialty. And it came up to me. And that's what this gun looks like. And I'm fooling around with it, and this comes to me, this comes right out of the goddamn, they say out of the blue. I'd never seen nothing like it. If I check the temperature of my left ball, then check how my right ball is feeling, if they're almost the same color, now they're often not, there's an imbalance there. Your chick will still drink the cum, she'll still respond in the ways you might hope that she responds, the acting ways that she's learned over the years. She might still do the same stuff. But you really want a fucking chick to go out of her fucking mind. Her eyes rolled back like a shark eating a trigger fish, she's just fucking shake. You want to have... The same fucking mood in each ball, in each testicle. They have to be the same mood. That's the real fucking, that's the gold right there. The mood ring is much more than some bitch wearing it, looking at her color and seeing how she's feeling. I don't know why. They don't know what they're feeling. It's much more than that. It's a mood ring that's probably been designed for the balls. I've had a major damn discovery. Major discovery. Now, the woman wrote me back. I always write my email on the side of the fucking Dixie cup and says, please drink. I write it on with a black marker, permanent marker. Please drink. Please pour into vagina. 
I got that email back right away. That fucking balloon traveled 17,000 miles. It got in a jet stream. It was unbelievable. Went all the way to fucking Denmark. Some Danish chick there drank my cum. I don't know what she was doing. Looking at the Alps? Something like that. Looking at some mountains over there in Italy and fucking El I, over there doing something. Planting, pulling stuff out. She said, your balloon lowered down to me like it was handed to me by the hand of God. It just floated down to my right. I looked over and instinctively I put my hand out and there was your Dixie cup with a saran wrap over the top of the Dixie cup and the green rubber band and it said, please drink, please pour into vagina. Instinctively, a woman will pull that saran wrap off. They know the stench of jism straight away, the odor. It's like you knowing the way a fucking candy bar smells like. What you, how you know what a fucking a can of pop smells like. Coca-Cola or anything like that. They smell it and they know it and they think, this is just jism. Another thing they don't ever write about. Uh, quality jism, smelling jism, jism contest, and they're all got cups in front of them. When they've all drank fucking gallons upon gallons upon gallons of jism, where is that fucking exposure? Where is that admission? Where's the competitions, the contest, anything like that? There isn't any. You take all the fucking 8 billion people in the world, 5.9 billion of them are females. Look at all the cum that's being digested, being swallowed and passed through their colon, their large intestine. 5 feet fucking long, the colon, 25 feet long for the small intestine where the urine is. But I came up with this idea, <coughs> and she said it was the best cum she ever had. She said it would cost her $10,000 to get to my house. And she said it didn't matter. She was gone. I had unlocked something in her mind with my discovery. I didn't know her. It sounded like I'd known her 25 years. Her voice, everything changed. There was no need for anything material. She didn't have to buy something from fucking Timu or Timu.com. She didn't, fucking Amazon. She didn't have to buy anything. Coffee, drinks, candles, whatever a bitch buys is simple stuff, this ridiculous stuff. There was none of that in her voice anymore. My cum had unlocked the door that goes to reality in a female's mind. Everything in front of that fucking door is clogged up by commercialism. Think of that. It's one box after another. Just mark them all commercialized shit. And it's blocking that door. And what I did with my balls and my ball temperature with these mood rings, unlock that. I can get directly into the heart of darkness with regards to a bitch. I can send her back, like it's like using a deprivation chamber. I can send her back a million miles back where they wanted nothing but a big dick in their ass and a fucking plum or some kind of a handful of giant ants they could eat. That's all they wanted. I can send them back because of what I discovered with the fucking mood ring. It sounds crazy. It sounds insane, but it's not insane. It's real. It's 100% real. What I found out. If you think I'm kidding you, no, I'm telling you something here. Very fucking private. And I don't want it to get around. If you let it get around, every fucking dude around you, every average dullard, every dull-like thing, 
that has nothing going for it other than going to the screw machine factory on fucking Grossbeck Highway in War in, in fucking Warren, Michigan, Roseville, they you don't want them to know this. They'll milk this down. This is a secret between you and I because I know that you've got an expanded mind. I know that you're looking for much more, as am I. That's the fucking club we're in here when you listen to me, Norm Augustinus. NormAugustinus.com, at NormAugustinus for Twitter, whatever that fucking, whatever you want to do with that. I know that we're in an exclusive club, and I've been doing this for fucking over 20 years, 25 years. There's nobody that's done this shit longer than me. My pictures should be fucking everywhere. But because they can't sell a product with your correspondent, I'm not everywhere. Because I don't build everybody up and tell them how great they're going to be. They're not going to be great. Some big dumb bimbo, she's got five years of fucking shelf life. Look at her. Love her, take your time paying for her. But I found something here that's absolutely a dynamic thing. And I'm wondering if I should start selling these. If I should start selling a dual set mood ring, not with a ring part that goes on your finger, just the mood ring. It come with a little fucking applicator for rubber cement. You just need a tiny drop. You put it on your left ball and your right ball. You'd see a massive difference in your bitch. You're out working all that shit. She's drinking average cum. She's fucking everything in the neighborhood, running up the charge bills like fucking crazy. You're coming back. You put yourself into that. But this slag, this scuzz that you're married to or got a girlfriend with, she'll suddenly see something different with your cum. I want to do it sparingly. Maybe you don't want to waste it on some old fucking burned out scuds with a fucking dead fucking oven in there, no eggs in there. Maybe you don't want to waste it on that. Really, younger women would really appreciate it because it doesn't exist. The flavor, the concoction that I've discovered, I now know why there's two balls in a man's sack, two testicles. Everybody always said, the fucking doctors and everything else, well, you can still fuck, still have an orgasm, and still create a child with just one testicle. That might be well and fine and true. But that's not the point of it. Each testicle is working to make it its version of the semen. If they're out of balance, if they're not working together, if they're not exchanging information, and they're not in synchronicity, these two balls, yeah, you're going to have some drool mixture be shot out of your fucking fuck stick, but it's not going to be the really good stuff, the high-end stuff. There's high-end, there's low-end. What is that? How's it work in America? Fucking middle model, the high-end model, and the entry-level model for 50 to 60% of the fucking country in America. They don't settle for the entry-level. Hey, it's just good enough. They break you. Hey, this is fine for me. They just fucking broke you. You'll never get to the high-end model. You're always going to send in a low-end model. They know this. And this ball thing, it's beyond anything that I've ever, any of my inventions, any of my ideas. I've been collating information for since I was fucking 15 years old, honest to God. Collating information and learning nonstop. CB radio, all I ever did as a kid was call out on my CB radio. It was battery powered. Once the batteries were dead, my mother, my mom never bought another battery again. It was useless. It just became a prop in my fucking room. I could have rented my room out to some Hollywood prop place because, <clears throat> excuse me, because every fucking thing in the room was dead on, on the shelf because we couldn't get any batteries. 
It didn't matter what it was, a robot, my fucking CB radio, fucking moving dolls or robots and fucking cat that's automated, anything like that, games. Once the batteries were dead, my stuff was shit. It just was for show. You could have come in there with a crew and needs a 19 fucking 60 shot or whatever, and my room would have worked perfectly. Look at that. Look how goddamn the shape they're in. Why are they in such good shape? Because his mother was using every fucking dime on herself and enjoying life while I suffered like a slag on the bottom. Two balls have to work together to perform, to make functionality, has to be precise, and then you get good jism. And now you got bitches that are addicted to you. They're addicted. Like I, did I start this thing out and tell you what happened with the party? I had a little party at my house. I was hanging upside down by my ankles from the ceiling, and my cock was hanging there like a beer tap. They just walked up, and they sucked me off again and again and again, and chatting and stuff, they couldn't get enough. It was like they were smoking a fucking hash pipe. They just kept hitting my dick again and again. Why? Because as I looked down, both of my balls were working completely together. I had mind control. I was controlling the temp and the function of each ball perfectly. The women appreciated it, and they were just beyond hooked. Look what you got. You got some old skag there. She's put on 40 fucking pounds since you've known her. Who wants that? Look at cum panties. She's in the other room with a stain remover, removing the cum from her panties, and that's your life. Look at that. Chicks don't want to remove the cum stain from my, their panties when I blow, because I now know the secret. I have the infinite information. It's almost been sent to me by some interdimensional god that has sent me this this formula. She's in there wasting your cum. Maybe she doesn't swallow anything like that. She doesn't know because she hasn't had Premier come. Now you invite me to your shitty home, and I'll come up there, and I guarantee you that when I'm done fucking up your wife, banging her out, rototilling her cunt like I'm a fucking human rototiller, then blowing my pristine cum that it's perfectly balanced, each ball the same feel, she'll never want to stay with you. It'll be a nonstop fight. It'll be like you're a dad near you got a mom. And your bitch is really hot, your daughter. She's 14 years old and her cunt's on fire and you're trying to control that, which is impossible. That's what it'll be like, trying to contain your wife once she tastes or samples my fucking recipe in my dick. And mood rings did it. And I have to tell you something honestly. The mood rings I used weren't really high quality. I didn't even know if they were real mood rings. The fuck would American know about anything? The chinks have fucking knows us about us. The chinks over in China. Make it look good. They don't know fuck. That's us. That's you and me. Make it look good. They know nothing. What the hell are you doing? Make it junk. Make it look good and make junk. That's what they do. They know that secret. They understand it. And they're sick of that shit with regards to chism, with regards to, to balls. And I discovered a cache of genuine mood rings that I got from the 60s. Honest to God, there was a chick named Veda Sultanpuss, and she had a garage sale, and in that fucking garage sale were about 50 shoe boxes filled with fucking mood rings. Filled. I bought every one of them. These are the real things. They're made from real stones, mood rings. They react on a fucking atomic level, and that's why they're different colors. They react that way. They're not amber. They're not like an insect in it. They're not amber. There's not an insect in it. 
These are fucking mood rings. Amber's like something that looked like a cum and it fossilized, and there's always a fucking full insect in it. Always. There's an insect in it, there's always a full fucking insect in it. All the cum on this planet. It's thick, it dries rock hard. There's been billions and billions of people on this planet for billions of years. Where's the fucking dollops of cum? Now, you think that's not some kind of scam? Some kind of fraud? They're always finding a dollop of fucking resin on some old tree or some rock or some shit like that. They find that. Well, how frequent is that? How common is that? A tree. But billions upon billions of dangling dongs, and they never find any fucking cum? Like a fucking amber? That's more bullshit, more lies to you and I, more control from them with regards to you and I. Believe me, the fucking shit is out there. Amber that is really calm, rock fucking hard, and there might be something in it. Maybe a pubic hair from whoever he was donging then. Whatever scuzz, whatever fucking piece of shit he found hooked up with. Smiling away, loves you a long fucking time, whatever. And it's all bullshit, and you find with a pubic hair. Now, where is that? How can it be we've never found a dollop of fucking cum, which makes total sense? From the billions of dangling dongs that have ejaculated on the planet Earth, why hasn't one been found with a pubic hair in it? I don't know. But I found this fucking incredible cache of mood rings, years old, and I got the real thing now. And I'm thinking, I wonder if I should sell these. And it's a simple procedure. You just put these fucking mood rings, each one, just the mood rock thing, onto your left ball, and you put another one onto your right ball using the applicator glue, rubber cement. And you try to get this, each ball the same temperature, the same color. Each ball has to feel like the other ball, and that's when you have Premier come. And I think for the first time in my life, I'm going to make a fortune. I'm going to make a literal fortune. Do you, know how many, do you have any idea how many gallons of come? I read this in a fucking trade magazine. How many gallons of cum were drank by fucking American females trying to find some money, a house, property? Do you have any idea how many gallons of cum are drank annually by American self-entitled big-titted ignorant whores? Do you have any idea? How about this? On a daily basis, 125,055-gallon drums worth of cum is pumped out of a man's dick in this country, in the United States. It's pumped out. They pump it out because they're hoping to get somewhere. Reef rich, famous, a house, money, cash, bucketfuls of dope. They just keep pumping it out. That's it. They just keep pumping and pumping and pumping until the mother load is, comes in for them. That's the, that's the fucking line. Forget about doing lines of coke. You ain't getting nothing with that shit. Think about lines of cum, what it has brought to females in this country or elsewhere. I'm thinking of Selmies. I don't know what I'd call them, ball rings, something like that, but that sounds like a piercing, a ball temperature rings, but once they're in synchronicity, once they're the same color, now you pump off this deluxe mixture. You know, every woman at this party I had when I was hanging upside down, they were sucking me off. My cock was like a beer tap. They just walk up in their stiletto heels and their cum panties. I could see them wet. They just walk up there nonchalantly and just suck me the fuck off. And I had an obligation. I couldn't just come right away. If I did come, I had to save that load in my sack for all of them. I can actually come 
without blowing my load out, and that cum won't come out, and it'll stay in my sack like a fucking squirrel when he sa- he, he just puts one nut after another in his mouth. He can store those nuts. I don't know, a dozen, two dozen nuts. It is the, I can do the same thing with my cum. I just command it not to come out. I send it back in my sack, and then I have it there, and it's not wasted. Because I have to give an equal amount of cum to every bitch there. One time I saw a difference. Uh, this woman that was at, that I had at the party, she had like a lazy fucking eye, and I looked down at my balls, and I could see up at my balls. I was hanging upside down. And I looked at my balls, and the, the colors of the mood rings were off. She wasn't getting a good premier mix. She wasn't in the fucking hills of the Appalachian Mountains or whatever, making fucking moonshine the premier stuff. I couldn't make it then. She was a little bit off. Lazy eyes. It was just unattractive. It's like this shit they pull on you about fucking pills so you can get a boner. Cialis or whatever it is. Viagra, Cialis. Pills to get a boner. That's the biggest joke on man there is. On a man. A person like you and I. You can't get a boner. They don't want to tell you this. Because the bitch you're with is goddamn ugly. Big, fat, fucking whore. A loose cunt. Her fucking tits are flat like pancakes. Nothing about her you want. Her stink star stretched out. Who would get a boner for that? Your body's trying to save you. Don't fuck that. I'm not going to allow you to get a boner. Old fucking house beating seasoned bitches in the house. Their husband don't want to fuck them anymore. And they give them these pills so they'll fuck them. That's what a woman can do to you. But that's not what they do to me. I can't allow that to happen to me. Because of who and what I think I am. How I identify with myself. I got my mood ring ball indicators, and they've got to be synchronous. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm so excited I can't fucking think. I'm I'm super, super beyond excited because I think I've hit the true meaning of fucking and come. Nobody knows this the science. I know the science. I got fucking dry erase boards. I got fucking applications for computers. I got wet erase boards. All kinds of material I'm collating. And I'm telling you, this shit is right. Each ball has to feel the same. They have to work in unison. They have to work together. They Like a fine pump or something like that. They have to work together. And then once they're working together, once your mood ring indicators on each ball shows the same color, or damn near the same color, you're ready to blow premier mix, premier goo into some woman's mouth, her wanton mouth, into her brown eye, into her beaver. This is the good shit. And I can create the good shit every time because of the skills I have. This isn't nonsense. If you think for a fucking minute this is a put on your nuts, change a channel. Dude, get out of here. This is the real thing. I'm telling you real shit. This is stuff that you're going to learn now, and you're going to take with you to your grave, and because of it, you're going to be enriched. You're going to elevate, educate, all kinds of stuff to yourself. Hurry up and take this shit, and get wealthy, do well, so you can help your correspondent, so I don't end up in a fucking retirement home, or some fucking welfare retirement place, and I got three or four African-American bitches there who aren't real nurses, they're fucking, and they're trying to unclog my ass with their fingers. They've hit me in the head three, four times with my winning fucking bowling pin that I have on the dresser in my room that I don't even own. They've robbed me, they've humped me, they've beat me. 
I beg you to get famous, and I beg of you to please hit it big so you can protect me, your correspondent, the guy who's made some of your life possible because of my outlook, because of my ideals, because of my theories, my formulas. Please, don't put your faith in some woman. I'm asking you nicely. Don't do that. Do you know that right now, and we got to move on to i got to talk about what I want to talk about. Do you know that right now, try and imagine this, millions upon millions of bitches in America are not all gathered 12, 15, 16, 20 at different sites all over the world, and they're in there, they think they can practice witchcraft. They think they can make shit happen. They can make it happen. There's bitches just like that, too, with the same thing. They can They can read people's minds. They can make fire come out of their fingertips. They can kill you long distance. They think they have fucking powers, man. And you want one. Look at the powers we have. They have no powers. The only power that a bitch has is a pussy fart. It's a big gigantic bubble floating through the air like you saw when you were a kid. And inside that bubble is all kinds of gas from her cunt from fucking riding a train, pulling a train with six Chicanos, six Mexicans. Four Chinamen who just ate fucking two baby fucking fetuses that didn't make it. They'll eat anything. Everybody knows that. This is what women think they can do. Let me tell you something. I worked at Dimension Films one time, the same place that does Scream. And I was a fucking script doctor. We must have had 35 goddamn scripts come in a day that gave women fucking powers. This is what they wish they could do. They want to point a finger at you and blow you up. They want to sit somewhere and read three lines out of a fucking book and you'll somehow explode or die in a car accident or get cancer tomorrow. And you want this. This fucking thing shows you that I've learned this then when I worked at Dimension Films. I learned that chicks wish they had powers so they could kill you. Did you know that? With some magical, mystical power. Lightning bolts. Fucking thought. All kinds of stuff. Witches and fucking hoaxes and poxes and poxes and recipes and spells. They, well, they all believe that. Men don't think like that. Men don't want to cast a spell on somebody in the fucking shop on Grossbeck Highway. They don't want to fucking electrocute someone with fucking lightning bolts or whatever coming out their fingers. They don't even think that way. They just go to fucking work and do it again and again and again while a bitch is worrying about and trying to improve her spell casting ability. You imagine that men want this? That they're running to this? That they're marrying this? They're in some bar dancing sexy? They're half crocked? They've drank fucking five gallons of liquor? And they're dancing there? Like they never would dance? For this? For that? I'm telling you, don't go near women. You don't want to go near women. The only magic spell they have is blowing a pussy fart or running a charge card to a hundred thousand fucking dollars and somehow blaming you. Got a friend recently told me that his wife ran up to charge bills, told the charge company that it wasn't her doing it, and she was trying to get out of it. This is what women do. They love this shit. Until they showed her 15 pictures of herself from five fucking different cameras that showed she was taking the money out. They're liars. You gotta be careful. They're going to take you down. They don't care about you. They can't love you. It's not possible for a female. But it is important for you to give top quality semen while you're there and always understand what they are, what they could do to you. 
top quality semen will bring you women to you. Now, I've had a couple women that were incredible. Up here in upper northern Michigan, where I live on 100 fucking acres, the middle of nowhere, really remote. I met some women and have had someone here that were absolutely incredible. They just were like fucking old hippies. They just want to party and live. They don't want much. Lots of them from Ireland came up to Michigan. Families came. That's the best bitch there is a redhead with real red hair. And other women know this. Other skags in the U.S. know this. They try to dye their hair red. They want to look like a redhead. Man, you ain't no redhead. You're a whore. You're an ugly, downtrodden slut. You're not a redhead. Get out of here. Take your fucking bottle and get out of here. Your bottle of color. They can cast spells, all right. They can cast spells to the fucking restraining order board to get you a restraining order and fired. There's their spell. Oh, wait a minute. A man did that for them. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I've been in here smoking some prime shit. And I just took a fucking uh, pull on one of them. And that happened. I'm sorry. I shouldn't interrupt this program because it's so well supported that it shouldn't be interrupted. It's quality fucking so well financially supported that it just doesn't seem kosher to us. Fucking interrupt it. I want to talk about something. I want to move on a little bit here. And what I'm going to say is not far from what I was talking about with the mood rings. They're not mood rings. They're ball color indicators that have to be synchronized. Once they're synchronized, that's the simplest way. You're going to deliver some premier syrup on your fucking, your fuck stick. Premier. That's all the woman wants. She wants fucking trainfuls of, you ever see milk trucks? She wants milk trucks, just like that, on train cars, one after another, filled with cum. They just want it. They want the dick. They want the cum. They just want it. It's the way it is. You got that on them. You understand? You have that power on them. You're in control. Don't let yourself think that they're in control. If all of us got together and said, no more come, what do you think would happen? Hell, you think that blacks, African-Americans, whatever they call them, would be rioting? A fucking white woman who can't get come would be like nothing you've ever seen. Like when the Japs are running from fucking Godzilla. It would be like that, and they're looking up and pointing. They can't get cum no more. We all gather together, and we stop the cum fucking supply train. The cum supply train. We stop it. Now we're in control. We're in control. Now, that's fucking recipe I have, the way I can make this fine cum, the way I understand that each ball has to feel the same way to get good cum. This is going to make me a fortune. I'm on my way. I'm on my way out of the class that you and I are trapped in. I can't stand to be there anymore. I want to go to the best class, the upper more class. I'm sick of being down here with the coal miners. I want to talk about something. And what I'm going to talk about is absolutely incredible. I initially started this recording talking about cum, man's jism, semen. I think there's semen and there's sperm inside of it. The semen is the medium and the sperm is the little things that wiggle inside of it. I started talking about that straight away in this recording. But I want to talk about something that's going on up here in northern Michigan, and it relates to that. All my stuff relates to each other. These aren't stories. These aren't parables. These aren't fucking haikus or something. Somebody up there talking about fucking people's rights and blacks and whites and some shit-ass goddamn sixth-grade garbagey poem. It's nothing like that. 
what I'm telling here, is unbelievable. It's it's akin to finding the fucking the the what is it the ark of the covenant or the cup the chalice that the Lord drank from. It's the same level. That's what my ball findings are. This is all the same shit. You don't have to dig for the cup. I am the cup. Do you understand that? So up here, and I'm excited, man. And I've already started to set up. Up here, we got a thing called the Upper Northern Michigan Nude Run. It's for women. That's a true thing. Look it up if I'm not kidding you. The Upper Northern Michigan Nude Run. It's the 17th year they've had this. It's a 20K run. That's a metric system. 20K, I think, is 20 kilometers. And I think 20 kilometers is somewhere around 12 miles, something like that. 12 and a half miles. That's a 20K run. Now, they have this nude run for women, 20K run. And last year, which I read about, I didn't get a chance to go to it or anything like that. Last year, they had 28,000 women appear for this nude women's run up here in Upper Northern Michigan. Now, it's held in the same wooded area that's all open. It's the size of two football fields, and it's in the middle of nowhere in the woods up here in Upper Northern Michigan. That's where they had the fly-in, too. I think I told you they had the ultralight fly-in for women. Ultralights are little planes. They can be kits. You can fold them up. You can take them apart. They're made of plastic and tubing and lightweight plastic and motors and two cycle engines and propellers. And they're really light. They're like the early Wright brothers idea of an airplane. And they had this up here, the upper northern Michigan nude run. And I went to that and I thought it was tremendously interesting. Well, they're having the, the other, the, no, that was the, what I meant to say on, did I make a mistake on that? They had the upper Michigan fly-in for women. Now, this year, they're having, at this time, the Upper Northern Michigan Nude Run. The flying was the ultralights. The Nude Run is women naked. Seven, uh, 25, 27,000 women came to it last year, which really gave me a tremendous idea. Now, they have to run nude on this track, and I know the whole area here. I know all the woods. I know the fucking woods all the way up to the Mackinac Bridge. I live on 100 acres. Just abutting to my land, right on top of it, is all the way up to the upper peninsula where the Mackinac Bridge is, is all woods. Just a completely wooded area filled with rivers, lakes, streams, quicksand, woods, sand dunes. It's it's incredible. Anything you can imagine is in Michigan. And on top of it, we're surrounded by three great lakes. Nobody else fucking has that. There's no state like this anywhere in the goddamn Union. There's nothing like this. It's wonderful. Please don't come here unless you're a bitch and you're good looking. Please don't come to my house if you're a fat fuck. I don't want that. And I'm very careful where my semen goes in and what I'm going to impregnate. I have particulars. I don't want a fat ass. I don't want that big mountain of fat chasing me down, running after me, saying that I owe her money for my fucking kid, my mixed kid, and I'm fucking there I am. I had it with her. No, I don't want that shit. I don't want anybody like that. I'm particular where I deposit my blow. Sorry, I just think in advance, unlike so many people in this fucking country who are waiting for the government to do figure it out. So they're having the 20K run, 20 kilometers, about 12 or 13 miles. That's how many miles it is in the fucking imperial system. Metric system, 20 kilometers, figure it out. Go fucking look it up, imbecile. So here's what I'm thinking. Now they're nude. They're nude women. It's something to do about what to do with independence and self-actualization and finding yourself and being proud of who you are. It's all bullshit. Nobody ever thought like that, not ever. 
In the past fucking two, three thousand years, no one ever thought that way. This is now something totally different. It's empowering the shit out of them. Look how fucking empowered they are. They're drunk and pulled over every goddamn week, side of a fucking road, drunk with another DUI, another DUI. My friend who's a police officer up here, he's a state trooper, Michigan state trooper. He said they've seen a 2,000% spike in women drunk on the sides of the road, wasted and giving them nothing but trouble. Drunk, laughing and shit in a bar. Look at our freedom. Look how glamorous this is. I'm looking at shelves of glass with colored bottles on them, with colored lights aimed at them. That's the alcohol. I'm listening to music. I'm sitting in luxury and I'm drunk. I'm really living a good fucking life. To lay out $20,000 and another fucking $1,000 a month for 15 years, the judge has ordered on them. Look at how fucking good and fun that is. They're cum panties. So the fucking 20K run. I come up with this idea. I think this. And I start, I've already instigated, I've already instituted some of it already. Now, in the 12 miles, there's, every two miles is six, there's six spots in the two miles. So they go two miles and there's a spot there and they have to jump, I think it's 15 feet or 14 feet. It's like a triathlon run, I guess, for naked women. Uh, maybe naked dykes. I don't know. It's about, and they have to jump over one end. It's a trail. It's not paved. They have to jump over the one end and land on the other end and keep going. And there's six of those spots that it has to happen where they're jumping over water. Now, the water is underneath it, and they make these things special. They have to get it. They run every two miles or naked, and they have to jump over this opening, over this creek, over this water area, the water fucking thing, the water trap like at a golf course. They have to run over it and then get on the other side and keep running. Their tits are bouncing and shit. It's going up and down, lots of noise. And, you know, I talked to a guy, and he said, when they start running and they start sweating, you can hear their tips, their tits flapping and making smacking sounds as they're running because their tits are sweating. They're slapping on their chest, on their stomach, fucking landing on their shoulder blades, slapping themselves in the face and the cheeks with their big goddamn tits. They're melons and they're soaking wet. He said that was worth going in itself just to do it. And it can be heard. It could be heard for miles around. And he said that the game wardens up here said that the animals would run north to get away from the sound until this fucking thing ends. Once they hear the tit slapping, the animals, above everything else, they just know what a bitch is. And they head north. They want to get out of there. They hear that slapping sounds as their big fucking sweaty jugs are bouncing all over. So here's what I've already started. And I'm excited. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what's going to happen. Only you know this. Now, in those every two-mile jumps that they have to do over this little tiny body of water, they got a fountain there. And the fountain is like blowing up, supposedly to try to cool, cool their body down. This is what I've heard. Cool their body down. It looks nice. They jump over this opening. There's a water fountain down there. It's like them getting a douche or something. Like they are got a big rubber douche bag. Like when I was a fucking kid, my fucking aunt had a douche bag in the side of the tub. I didn't know what it was. It's not like these douchebags today. A little fucking plastic squeeze bottle and it looks it looks like that looks like an icing. This fucking thing was a big round orange rubber ball and had a long stem on it like two number two pencils. I don't know what it was and I was squirting the water in a tub. I do remember this. The fucking water stunk. I mean it stunk bad. And why? Because it was in my fucking aunt's pussy. 
was in my pussy. She was washing her pussy. She was going to get eaten out or fucked, and she was washing her pussy. Today, old bitch, will tell you this. We don't do douching. I got a self-fucking-cleaning oven, imbecile. That's what they'll say. You do? Well, then something's not working with your fucking oven, lady, because it stinks down there. Your self-cleaning oven needs to be repaired by something or somewhere, or don't go die somewhere, crawl in the corner, because it ain't working. And I smelled that douchebag, shot that water around. It made a permanent impact on me. I realized that women had the ability to stink. And I realized that where that hole is, it ain't, it ain't a hundred percent. It's a little bit off. Something's not right there. So I figured this. When they're jumping over these spots, every two miles on a 12 mile track, there's six of them. When they're jumping over these high areas, I put my own fountain there. It's a little sprinkler, like a sprinkling head. You've seen them. You go to Home Depot or fucking uh, Lowe's or whatever fucking home improvement store. It's in this shitty area that you reside in. You're just on the bottom. You're almost ready to go. You keep waiting and hoping for something to change. You're like, it's like in that neighborhood, and they go to those things. The Home Depot, the Lowe's, the whatever it is, the outdoor store. I'm going to buy, and I've already started this, and I already tried it on one already. I'm going to install sprinklers. They look like the same head. And I'm going to install my sprinklers so that, and they're connected to a, a pipe. They're all going to be connected to one central pump in a pipe with solar power. And I'm going to have a camera in each one, a wireless fucking battery-powered camera. And I can control these things from my fucking house here, right up here in upper northern Michigan. I got my flat panel screen, whatever it is, big 36-inch monitor, and I can watch... As they jump over these spots, these spots that are every two miles, they have to jump over this, leap over it, and keep on going. There's their fountain there, the official fountain that's supposed to wash them down, douche out their cunt. And the reality is is this. Honestly, it's quite simply this. The judges, the referees, the sponsors, they don't want fucking 26,000 women coming to the finish line naked with that smelly cunt. So they've installed these cunt washers and disguised them as fountains. Now, that's not a joke. That's not a gimmick. They've disguised them as a fountain. Women think, wow, how beautiful. Isn't that something? I'm going to get cooled down here. It's because the vagina can produce such an odor, and now you put 27,000 of them at the finish line, and there's all kinds of people there with the checks and the money or the free car and a free fucking electric moped. Whatever this bitch is getting, 10 candles for free for a year, $10,000 in free fucking Starbucks drinks, whatever they're getting, a fucking free Jeep, whatever their chick is getting, they don't want them stinking the area up. And according to the game warden, he told me they had that problem. The animals, because of the flapping tits, would run. They'd smell this pussy. They'd never smelled nothing like it before. It's inherently in the back of their mind, these animals, all these animals, grizzly bears, brown bears, black bears, wolverines, deer, all kinds of shit running fucking north to get away from the stinking flapping sounds. So they came up with this idea, this beautiful fountain, as they jump over the opening, as they jump up and over, that their cunt is washed out. It's douched out. Their self-cleaning oven is given a real blow of fucking of water to try to wash and control that cunt as they're running. Well, I've got my monitor. I've got my big pump system. I've got my reservoir. I've got the solar panels. I've got wireless fucking cameras on that I can watch every one of these things, all six sites. And why? Because I'm going to have them all connected. I've started on one already. They're all going to be connected to my central reservoir. And what's in that reservoir? Cum. My cum. My semen. 
The reservoir is filled with fucking semen, sperm, my blow, my jism, my two-part epoxy, my white fucking hope that I blow out of my perfectly balanced balls using my mood ring fucking contraption. Well, I don't want to do that. Well, as they run over, I'm sitting in my fucking house here, right like I am now. I've got fucking a, like three bricks of Pinconning Paralyzer, 97% THC. I've got fucking Coke. I've got heroin. I've got speed. I've got, you name the fucking shit. I've got it all. Syringes, a fucking, my pot knifing dope in a frying pan on a stove. I just put a big chunk of weed on it, on a fucking frying pan. I turn the stove on, it smokes the whole house up. I'm there wasted watching. And as the chicks come over the fountain, now, you know how a woman runs over the opening. Say she's running, she's got to leap over this distance, 6 or 10 feet or 12 feet, I think it is. When she leaps over that, now remember, she's nude. She's nude, man. It's the upper northern Michigan nude run for bitches. I don't know if it's dykes. I don't know if it's a mix. I don't know if it's fucking dudes pretending to be a bitch. It's jumping over this thing. And what do they happens when they jump over? Well, their legs are spread really far. And that fucking cunt. Her minge is out, wide open, it's out. And when I see them jumping over that one particular thing, I've got it all labeled a station. Station one, two, three, four, five, and six. There are six stations amongst the 12 fucking miles, the 20K run. Six different areas where they wash the chicks, cunt, and they don't know it's being washed. They think it's fucking luxury. Wow, they're cooling us down, it's luxury. This is high-end shit, I'm going to win my Jeep. Look what I'm going to fucking do here. And as they jump over it, I can control the reservoir pump filled with my perfectly balanced cum. And I can pump out my cum out the sprinkling head below where they're jumping. It's my own sprinkling head of cum. I can shut down their sprinkler. I've rigged it that way. That I can, I put a little valve on it that works with electricity. And the valve will actually stop. Goes up and down. It's like a cookie in a pipe. It comes up and goes down. I can shut off that fucking water which has probably been treated with some kind of douching element, some kind of insecticide to kill everything in her cunt. I can shut the fucking runs race, that fucking upper Michigan, northern Michigan nude run, I can shut their fucking fountain off clean. Now, why do I want to do that? Because when I shut it off clean, and they got their legs spread, their big fuck holes there, their big stretched out fucking magical hypnotic fucking spinning disc that the hypnotists use that seems to control every motherfucker in this fucking world, as she's jumping over this thing, I just hit the switch, and I can blow my cum, which I have saved now for the past many years. Save it. I save it in all different types of ways. Dry ice, all kinds of stuff. I save it up world drops and shit like that, I want to be able to shove an ice cube that's really my cunt into some bitch's cunt. I say, take it. Take it all. And then we have, maybe have a kid or anything like that. The kid's good looking. And I fuck that too. I, I just don't know. The possibilities are just fucking endless, really. So when they jump over these six areas that were designed to wash their cunt, that's really disguised as a pretty fountain as they're jumping over this nude for the fucking upper northern Michigan nude run, I blow my cum into their fuckholes. Just one chick after another, hundreds on each stop. I just blow my cum up, it looks like a fountain, and in between their legs, they're coated with Norm Augustinus's fucking cum. My perfectly balanced cum that I 
not all of it has been treated, like I say, with my mood ring idea, my mood ring invention. That has come just now. Unfortunately, they're going to get raw. Unbalanced come, but I think a bitch will take it anywhere she can get it. They're all jumping so that I have all 27,000 nude women. Their legs are spread. They're gaping fuckholes open. Look at it. There it is. And they're running across the gaping holes there, and the cum is being blown into their pussies and into the reservoir of their cunthole, and some of it will get trapped into that fucking vaginal tract, cough up, it'll cough up, crawl up to, be pumped over to by the cunt near the cervix, and it'll get through that hole, and I'll make one kid after another. Why do I want to make one kid after another? Because I want them to think like me. I got to stop this fucking horrible movement, this terminal movement, this cancerous movement that bitches are letting happen. I'm going to make, I'm going to implant myself in all these bitches with all these fucking ridiculous ideas and cornball ideas and fucking top 40 ideas. They're going to fucking save the world, somehow be useful in some way with some methodology or a fucking protest sign. They're going to make a kid of mine. Uh, that 27,000 women that I'm going to spray their beaver, their minge with my cum, I'm figuring, I used my analytics, I think that approximately 17.6 thousand of those women are going to produce offspring. They're going to get pregnant. They're going to get pregnant because they were in the upper northern Michigan nude run, and they're going to get pregnant. They didn't have a choice. I shut up the fungicide fountains, disguised as fountains, beautiful fountains. I shut up the fungicide fountains because of the stink at the end of the race that they're trying to kill on a pussy and wash that whole area out. I mean, Anna got fountains above the women's head. She's not running over this fucking bridge, this opening of water, and getting to the other side that's been designed by the track people. She's not running over that. There's not a fucking fountain above her head cooling her down. It's drained it's it's squarely aimed at her fucking cunt, her self-cleaning oven that isn't working. She's running and running and running. I'm laughing and smoking shit. I'm fucking injecting. I'm fucking eating f fucking dots of acid. I'm laughing and shit, and my cum is going into all 27,000 women, and I haven't pumped my dick off even once as I'm doing it. Not an orgasm at all. No must, no fuss. They're running around the track, and my cum... It's dripping from the inside of their thighs. Now that, now that is something to think about. Now that is something to be proud of. It's not a, it's not a joke. It's not a lark. It's not a stage play. It's not a comic book. It's not fucking whatever they call it. Whatever they call humor in this country, which is really not allowed to have humor. Whatever they call it in this country, it's incredible at the very least. It's space age. It's dynamic. It's godlike. They're all running over these little fucking bodies of water, jumping over this opening, and they're going to the next one and the next one and the next one. They think they're all competing for the Jeep. They're going to get the Jeep. They're going to get a year's supply of fucking Yankee candle in a red fucking $2, uh, red two-cent jar. They're going to get Starbucks coffee. They're, they're laughing and shit and the candy bars and all these shit. And I really won. And I'm going to win. I'm really winning. They won't understand it. How did I get pregnant? Whose baby is this? Why? Well, do I carry it full term or do I board it? Do I take the Julie pill? Do I go take Yasmin, a birth control pill? Do I, what do I do? What, I got abortion? I don't understand how I got pregnant. It's my baby, slot. It's my baby. It's my baby and you'll raise it right. You'll be a good host of my baby. It's my baby inside you. 
My baby's going to correct this world because it's going to have the same kind of fucking mind I am, and it's going to correct the society in the direction it's going. It's going to fully reverse it as they're running down the fucking dirt and grassy track of the upper northern Michigan nude run, all women's nude run. It's just for women. I'm sure there'll be some fuck-ups in there trying to pretend to be women. Look at I'm fucking being, I'm running around, the cum won't do nothing there. Nothing. It's dead on arrival. But all the other bitches will have loads of cum dripping from their minge and down their thighs, and they're going to get pregnant one after another. I did something like this once before, and I had a great success rate. And that is, there's a Catholic school up here about five miles from where I live now. It's kind of in a wooded area. And they always stand on their head for handstand day. They have a handstand competition. They're Catholic students. Expensive school. They have a headstand competition. And they're all standing on their fucking heads with their panties spread open. Their legs are in a Y position. Their legs are apart. And there they are. They're doing this fucking headstand competition. I learned about it from a friend of mine who once used to work there. Said they had a headstand competition. They would win, they would win gift certificates and Amazon gift cards, whoever could do the longest headstand. And I flew over that fucking thing with a 50 gallon drum of my cum. And I flew over that and I had a pump on it and I had sprinkling ads just like here. And I turned it on and it was like I was fucking crop spraying crops in some farm for bugs, insects. And I just blew out all the cum in the 50-gallon barrels, and it went slowly down in a very microfine droplets and went into their cunts. It went into their cunts on headstand day, competition day at the Catholic school. They could win a fucking Amazon gift card. It was, it was absolutely incredible. And I heard that some of those chicks did conceive. Now, I'm going to keep this shit up wherever I see an opportunity, and you should think about it, too. You see some place where they're having a headstand competition with bitches, you come up with an idea to get your jism between those fucking legs. Well, they call them gams. They don't know who it is. They can't understand who it is. Ever. I've been in movie theaters where I was on my back, and chicks were sitting in the movie theater seats, laying on their side, laying on the other side. And I had spray bottles like little perfume atomizers for perfume, and I would slide myself around under the seats because they never wore panties here because they came to the theater to fuck, and I would spray my jism into their fucking brown eye, into their fucking beaver, their fuck hole. I'd spray it in there. You have to be innovative. And that's what I am. You have to look for opportunities where their gams, where their legs are spread, where they're somewhere and they don't expect this to happen. I pulled myself from one seat, row after row, around that fucking theater, and I felt good. When I got out, I got myself a popcorn, I stood and watched some of the movie, and I felt fucking good. Collected my semen, and I put it to good use. I just felt good. It was really in, uh, just an exciting fucking time. There was a train once I went to in north and in, in, in up in Manhattan, and the train didn't have seats, padded seats. It had seats under it with holes in them. It ran out of sheet metal. It was a really interesting thing, design. It was some big designer. And I fucking worked my way under those seats and did the same thing. I sprayed my cum up through the seats and into their fuck holes. Most of them were wet. And when they're wet like that, when they're horny like that, they start feeling around by their cum. It itches. As they're itching it, they're actually irrigating, they're actually planting my seed in their fuckhole. This is one of the best things I've ever come up with. I mean, I'd like to start laughing hysterically right now. 
I'd like to kick my fucking foot through this wall right now. If I had a chick out there right now, and we had just fucked, I'd fuck her again, and I'd hold her by the ponytail, and I'd swing her around the room, and I'd let her go at the precise point where the big picture window is, and I'd let her go through the fucking window. That's how goddamn excited I am. That's the feeling I am overcome with right now, imbecile. Stupid head. <laughs> I just want to start crying and laughing at the same time. I mean, I didn't have a boner when I started this, but I've given myself a boner with my own, my own thing that I'm trying to impact, impart to you. I've given myself a boner. If you're a chick, understand it's 14 inches fucking long. If you're a dude, block your ears. Chicks are the only ones that support this show. I don't know why. It makes no fucking sense. I'm talking financially. You'd think they hate me, but they don't hate me. They know I'm a huge propagator of cum. And now they know I'm a huge propagator of fucking high-quality cum with my fucking mood ring invention on each ball. They know this, and they think, I gotta have cum. Once a chick gets that in her eye, her head, her eyes become dilated. They become fixated. They'll walk 50, 100, 200 miles to get to that dick. And that's what they do with me. And that's what they could do with you. Try to imagine. The Upper Michigan... All-female nude run. 20 fucking K. It's here now. It's happening now. I've already got one thing set up. It's happening now. They're running. They're laughing. They're naked. Their tits are making slapping sounds as they're running. They're going to win a Jeep. They're going to win a fucking year's supply of fucking coffee. A year's supply of fucking candles. Starbucks coffee. They're laughing and shit. This is the scope of the American woman's mind. They know how to get to them. They're laughing. They're running. They're tripping on each other giggling and laughing and as they jump over one of the six fucking areas where the water is they jump over this high spot it's a run after all they're competing you know like a fucking iron man run they get a blast to come <laughs> that's the sprayer i can shut the water off and they think the come is a sprayer they think boy does that feel good why does that smell familiar Chick smells come, they can be energized, they can come back to life, they can perk up. Why do I smell come? All the fucking people there at the end of the race, they'll smell jism. The judges, the people with the money, the ones awarding the fucking Jeep, they'll smell come and they'll all have a common thing going on. It'll be like Woodstock with a common thing, a common hope, peace and love and all that shit. They just ran through. All my come. Sprayers upon sprayers of fucking cum being pumped out of my reservoir, a, a electric motor powered by fucking solar panels controlled by my house at my house while I pump off with my dick in the left hand and my doobie in the right. I don't know what doobie, fucking blunt, fucking weed, reefer, I don't know what, whatever you want to call it. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. I can see in my very powerful mind, I can see these chicks running over it. They're big fucking hooch out. They're minge. Their cunt's been spread open and wide. Here comes the cum, bimbo. <laughs> and on to the next one and the next one. They want to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. No, oh, I've won. 
I've won because the baby you're going to have is going to change the direction of this world. It's like I got fucking Damien Thorne inside their cunt, and they're going to fucking hatch it, and it's going to have my fucking mindset. You can do it in small ways, small methods. You can do it yourself, can't you? You can do it. You got a swimming pool at your house? No problem. You take the water out and you put plastic wrap around the top. The neighbor gets in. I don't know. She has 16, 15, 19. She gets in. You've invited her. And there's all kinds of holes in the saran wrap that you stretched over the pool. But you left enough in it so it would flex and look like water. She's on top doing a breaststroke. She's fucking sitting there and she's kicking her legs or she's doing a dog paddle on top of the saran wrap. You're under there. You've painted yourself blue like water and you spray your mix up into her cunt. Hmm, what was that? I feel so good when I leave the neighbor's pool. I don't know why. I don't have any idea. The mom's calling her up. What is that I smell? It smells familiar. Of course it's familiar, bitch. You've drank a 100,000 gallons of cum since you were 14 years old. Give a gal a chance to have some cum of her own, or Please, if you are ever at a party, Bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah, an anniversary, birthday party, Christmas party, Thanksgiving party. If you ever happen to be at one of those, what's it? I don't think you will be. It's just not connected like me. And you hear people talking about podcasts. It's the holiday season. Joy to the world and shit. There's gifts and eggnog. You're laughing. They're talking about podcasts. And my name somehow comes up. They're either laughing with me or at me. And you, you see that. You walk over there, you talk to them, you tell them, you do listen to me. Give me just a second. <coughs> well, Merry Christmas. You do listen to me. You like me. I'm the best podcast in the world. Why? Because you're listening to the one and only Norm Augustinus. My dick is enormous. There is no escape. Big clock in cyberspace. It's dark out there in cyberspace. It's scary out there in cyberspace. You're out there in cyberspace. You're frozen with fear. You don't know what to do. You're looking up. You're looking down. You're looking to the right. You're looking to the left. It's windy out. You don't know what to do. You're frozen. Till eventually and quite abruptly, you hear this distant chiming clock in the background. And you follow the chiming clock until it gets louder and louder and louder. Eventually bringing you upon this brightly illuminated place in cyberspace. There's thousands of people there. They're holding hands. They're smiling. They've been waiting for you. There's that thing that brought you to this place in the first place. It's a tower. A hundred, hundred and fifty feet tall, brown bricks, tan mortar. Way at the top of this tower is a glass bezel. It's a clock. It's backlit. And above this is this chimey bell-like thing. 
that brought you to this place in the first place. And you know why you're at this place in the first place. You're here to clear out your pains, your frustrations, your aches, your woes, your disappointments, your hurts, the person that died on you, the ramen noodles, your sick of eating, the credit cards you can't pay off, the apartment you can't pay for, the house you think you'll maybe never own, the bitch who left you, the guy who left you. You're here to clear all those pains and frustrations out. And how do we do that? Well, the moment you heard my voice, you were instantly and automatically filled up with this highly absorbent orange-colored solution. It's been inside your body, sloshing about this entire recording. And now, at the end of this recording, we lie you gently down, we pop the corks in your toes, and all of that highly absorbent orange-colored solution comes gushing out of your body. Look at it. It's forming a small mini lake alongside you. It's orange colored. It's rusty. It stinks. It's toxic. We shake your feet getting out the last drops of highly absorbent orange colored solution and replace the corks in your toes. You can't believe how good you feel. You feel like you could go on another second, another minute, another day, another hour, another year, maybe infinitely. It doesn't matter that a friend of yours is making $250,000 a year and lives in a $700,000 house. It doesn't matter that another friend of yours has got the best-looking bitch you've ever seen or another friend of yours has the best-looking dude you've ever seen. None of that shit matters. All that matters is how good you feel right now. You know you can feel this good anytime you want to, anytime you're in duress, anytime you feel like you can't go on another second. All you gotta do is think of the big chiming clock in cyberspace where you meet your pal, your friend, Norm Augustinus, and instantly and almost automatically you feel refreshed and clear. You know the best part of this recording, the most important part of this recording, at least to me, is that for one hour we were friends. Friend, I enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. Write me, normaugustinus at gmail.com. Tune in again for another exciting episode from the amazing mind of Norm Augustinus. Dear Lisa, I have heard through various sources that you are housed in a psychiatric ward in Pontiac, Michigan. How are you? Lisa, do you remember the time I humped you inside the Salvation Army donation box in the Walmart parking lot? You were a Walmart cashier, and I was a Walmart merchandise stalker, and we got horny, and we climbed inside the donation drop box on our break, and we fucked one another. When we came, you noticed a human hand near an old and heavily stained Monopoly game board, so we dug down through the donated clothing, shoes, toasters, ancient coffee percolators, and old microwave ovens, and found a naked dead woman. The dead woman was still warm, so I pulled open her mouth, and I made her teabag my balls, and you scissored her till your pubic hair started smoking. Lucky for us, someone had left a mummified holiday turkey in a Tupperware container filled with green bean casserole inside one of the old donated microwaves, cause we were super hungry after our heavy impromptu fucking session. Lisa, if you would grant me power of attorney over all of your finances while you are in the nut house, I could get my revolutionary product on the shelves by Christmas. What is my product? It is a box of condoms that includes several packages.
images of quick dry concrete. If a man is in a motel room and he is fucking a woman and she is sucking his cock, but the woman suddenly goes crazy, the man could pour the packages of quick dry cement into a couple of the rubbers, add water, and let the concrete dry, and almost instantly he'll have a pair of emergency concrete condom cast nunchucks that he can use to bash in the woman's skull. Lisa, if you would let me control your money, I would make you my partner in my business, and eventually you and I will become very wealthy. Please get back to me as soon as you can. I hope you are enjoying your time at the Nut House. Love, Norman. P.S. I bumped into your big-titted little sister at the Thud Shop on Willow Street. I didn't know she worked there. While we were talking, her flat-chested, big-nippled, full-lipped, long-haired fellow employee was dipping bananas into melted chocolate. When I saw the hot chocolate dripping off the banana, I was overtaken by my need to fuck something. So I pulled my enormous cock out, and I rammed it up your big-titted little sister's tight asshole. The other female employee with the long hair and big nipples saw me banging out your big-titted little sister and she jumped over the counter like the bionic woman and she proceeded to pork me from the rear. With a gigantic strap-on dildo, she pulled out of the big pocket of her company apron. Afterward, I pile-drived your big-titted little sister's co-worker from the rear. And while I was pile-driving her godlike pussy, her co-worker's head had somehow become submerged in the vat of melted chocolate. Unfortunately, your big-titted little sister's co-worker died because she couldn't get air while I rototilled her cunt garden with my monster schlong. There was a large, unpopped chocolate bubble floating in the vat of chocolate next to the dead woman's head. And when I popped the chocolate bubble with a pencil, your big-titted little sister and I heard the eerie, haunting last words of the dead woman as she came and then died. Welcome to the chocolate shop. My daughter was raped and thrown out an 8th floor window last week. Please feel free to browse my chocolate shop. That is all. When you're walking down the halls and your balls hit the walls, it's a rupture.